Have you ever been gaming or working online classes and your internet service constantly gets interrupted? First Nations Fiber is about to ensure that just won't happen again. Get ready for high speed at a new level. Click on fnfiber.com and sign up today. First Nations Fiber, empowering people through connectivity. Hello, everybody, beaters, artists, those who just want to listen and get the scoop. Welcome to the Beating Podcast with your hosts, myself, Leith Makiwa, and my fabulous friend out in Ganawage, Miss Tegorunyakwa Margaret. Stand up, Kwekwe, Margaret. How are you today? Hello, I'm good. A little craziness over here, but we're all good. <laughs> yeah, we had a little bit of technical difficulties, but we're up at Adam and Everyone still has their jobs, fingers crossed. <laughs> a little tense, but whatever, you know, it's a Tuesday. Let's get it a tense Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, tense Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. So how's the wet? I mean, it's a kind of a, a mundane topic, but how's the weather over there? Over here, it's rainy. And I was walking to my studio and I was just like, brr, it's cold and wet. And ugh. Oh, really? It there? No, it's super nice here. It's uh sunny it's a little chilly but it's all nice and bright and clear over here oh really that's how it was here yesterday so oh maybe we're gonna get the rain yeah but uh yeah so i was just just a little bit of gab like kind of just like what i've been doing kind of thing and yesterday mm-hmm. i went to um to get an indie head massage oh my god did you <laughs> yeah and uh a really nice lady and um it was a well, you know, like beaters, we come stuff from like neck pain and different things like that from always being hunched over or whatnot. So, so I had booked that maybe almost like a month ago and I was feeling stressed because I was here and, you know, like mom guilt kind of thing. So I was just like holding it all in and, and I've, I've noticed two things. My guilt has, has subsided when I go home at like re, re reactivate, not reactivates it. It I'm rest assured that things are going well. Not that I ever thought that things weren't going to go well, but just like, you know, I just Mm -hmm. feel guilty that I'm not there. And, and although it is stressful for those who are home right now, I feel comfortable knowing that, you know, like with check-ins and whatnot, that hopefully it's not as stressful as it, it was. Cause I, I was here for a month prior to going home. So, but, so I had um, booked this head massage and thought that that would be help to alleviate the stress. But in the meantime, my stress level had decreased. And with that distress level decreasing, I realized, did you ever hear of the angry 11? Women have it or some people have it on their forehead, like yeah. between the eyebrows. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That furrow, I think, I think they call it a furrow. Yeah, I never heard the angry 11. <laughs> yeah, well, in, my, in the Beating Biddies group, uh, one of my friends, she was talking about the angry 11. And, <laughs> and I realized like, well, I had the angry 11, like really bad. And mm-hmm. I won't say it's disappeared, <laughs> but because... <laughs> Trying to rub mine I've, through right now. <laughs> it's not disappeared, but it has kind of like it's not as intense as it was. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because um, I think I was always squinting my eyeballs like, what the hell's going on? Kind of thing, you know, like with <laughs> kids and just stress and that kind of stuff. And, like, and I never, never noticed like how prominent it was until I realized it was like not as prominent. And so I've been kind of looking a little bit younger, may I say, <laughs> like Botox. for now. No, no. I mean, I don't think I would ever do that. But but yeah, but I mean, I'm also like taking care of myself in the sense that I'm not in a rush. Mm-hmm. And so I'm doing more of a, like, a, as they would say, a morning routine or a facial, facial kind of thing and taking care of myself and brushing my teeth longer than I, I ever have. <laughs> I realized too, which just seems like so kind of crazy, but 
if you're in a rush trying to get kids to bed or do things or you feel like you're always on the move, you don't really have time to really take care of your of your teeth. <laughs> I mean, and and it's, it sounds like a really strange topic to to talk about, especially like at the beginning of this November. But I think it's like self-care kind of thing. Like um, it doesn't matter like if you're maybe the producer of a podcast or you're a journalist at, at your DUSA or you're running a store that's under construction or you're an artist or a teacher or any of those things. It's it's taking time to do some of those little self-care things mm-hmm. and maybe spending an extra two minutes on your teeth could be very beneficial because as somebody once told me, that's the only ones we got. Like, you know? <laughs> so yeah, so I, I, so I did something like good for myself yesterday and I've been doing like small little good things for myself every day by just like trying to take care of myself. Mind mm-hmm. you, not taking care of myself fit wise, but, but it's just something I wanted to talk about. Like, are there any things that you have seen in the past little while that you've been doing for self-care? Um, I see a therapist. <laughs> well, that is excellent. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> please help me. No. <laughs> yeah, just recently, I just uh, just to unload and just to talk with somebody. So I, I have always I, I'm not against at all. I'm a pretty open book, but, you know, it's yeah. <laughs> it's uh, better sometimes to just talk to somebody who could give you constructive criticism or just to listen, whatever. So mm-hmm. my self-care lately has been doing that just to go and see somebody once a week, uh, just to talk and whatever, talk about everything. Um, that's my self-care. And that's really good. I'm yeah. all for therapy. I'm yeah, for therapy. me too. It, like I've been doing it for a very long time, uh, off and on as needed. And it's been needed <laughs> a little <laughs> past little while, but uh, thankfully everything's, you know, not as stressful as, as things have been in my life. So things mm-hmm. are starting to calm down, which is great. But yeah, it's always nice to have somebody just to sit and talk to. Self-care. I like to, I like to go for walks. I bring the dog mm-hmm. for walks. I do that. I like to get outside and do stuff. Beating is my, also my self-care mm-hmm. to shut down and relax. And yeah, I massages. I, I'm all for massages and spas mm-hmm. and all that. So. That's my self-care within the last uh, little while. My Actually, the last month. So maybe I'll go right into that. Yes, because that is kind of self-care too a little bit. Yeah, so... Business self-care. <laughs> yeah, so business self-care. So the last podcast, we were talking about how, you know, I was pretty stressed out and things were... Felt like things were crumbling around me for a little while. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so right after we finished taping... uh. I think week. it was literally the next day. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. I had gone to the shop and like the the guy who oversees like the whole like management type of thing, he came mm-hmm. to me and said that they like my unit was in need of upgrades. Like it was like the original unit, the one of the only original units, right? That hadn't yeah. been upgraded. Yeah, so like the whole store had been rebought maybe a year over a year ago now. Mhm. Uh, by new owners and uh, so they were just doing some updates to the to the unit and my unit never had an an emergency door so you know so we kind of needed a you know a back door in case yeah yeah Yeah, we only had one one entrance (laughs) so yeah so anyways he came up to me and just said you know we're we're looking to he's like we had a, a meeting with the owners and he's like your unit is the last unit to um that needs stuff done. And he, I, I don't think they really want it to disrupt the business. That's why they were kind of waiting. Oh, okay. 
you know, because it like to do anything, I'd have to shut down and whatever. Yeah. And uh, so they didn't want to put that on me, especially so close to Christmas and all that. Yeah. Um, but it all came together perfect timing because I was um, just really, really stressed out at that point. Yeah. And so I, I was like, you know, what? honestly, I said, shut me down. <laughs> I said, I, I need, <laughs> need the it. break. I need to close because I was dealing with a lot of other things at the time. And I was struggling to get myself even to the store to work because I had to take care of other things. And it's a lot to pay for a, a worker every single day, which mm -hmm. is then that's even more stress because then it's financial stress. So anyways, I told him, I said, you know what? I really need to take a, a step back right now anyways. I said, it, this gives me kind of, I guess, uh, an excuse a bit. Yeah, way out, yeah. Yeah, so what they 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 said, okay. So within, I think within that week, I think we taped on a Monday and or whatever. But then it was decided. I think we talked about it that week. Um, and then Friday, I spoke with him because I had to figure things out. They had to talk back with the owners just to make sure. And then we came to a consensus to say all of November, we would shut down. Mm -hmm. So he went back to the, the head people. And yeah, so by Monday morning, I stopped. I was like in my pajamas. I stopped. They were all outside at the store. <laughs> I was just dropping the kids off. And uh, I stopped and he was like, OK, it's all good to go if you're ready. So I said, oh, my God, OK. Um, that was like in the last two weeks in September. Because and then I, I was like, OK, if we're going to do this for November, then I have to shut down now because I have to clean the store. I have to get yeah. everything out of there. I have to contact all of the artists and have them take all their items back because I can't I have nowhere to store anything. Luckily, and, and wait, can I just interrupt for yeah, a second? Yeah, yeah. And just to let those new listeners know, because I think we have new listeners sometimes, is that Margaret has a store in Ganawage that uh, is kind of like um, artists bring their works in, in consignment. She sells some mm -hmm. things. I sell my beads there. But so all the things that she's talking about, she has to remove from the store are those items that she is helping other artists sell. So that's why you had to call them all. Yeah. Yeah. So we had to, uh, everyone had to come back and pick up all their, their items. And then it was just cleaning. It was cleaning the basement. I had, I did have storage at the time. Um, so I had to go through everything in there and, you know how thing how storage rooms go sometimes where it's like it goes into storage to die so I was like oh my god there was all kinds <laughs> of crap down there that had to just be thrown out and there was stuff in there from like the previous tenants that I don't know why I was still in there like I didn't throw it out yeah. you know years ago but anyways so I really now it was crunch time everything had to get taken out so they and then I, there was my studio yeah yeah and then your stuff like so which was a little bit harder because I was like yeah, I was just trying to pack it and like <laughs> getting it, my kids and my niece yeah, there. They came, and... they packed everything up. And so we were just trying to get everything like the, the stuff that sh maybe shouldn't have been in storage. Like I was trying to yeah. like make sure that, you know, they packed those into boxes and they your husband took that. <laughs> so it's like your ribbons were in there. I'm like, yeah, like I have no idea where storage is, what kind of conditions are in like, you know. So yeah. luckily the, the owners had a storage unit for my bigger items, like the uh, furniture. Yeah. I have like a massive table that weighs about 500 pounds from Ikea. Mm -hmm. So the guys, they're so bored. I had to, they, they were amazing though. All the workers, all of everybody mm -hmm. are there. They've been working really, really hard and really fast to get that unit ready. So our projected date is the first week, like maybe the first few days in December is to get me back in. They're going to move all the stuff back in and then I have to just reorganize. So I'm hoping to get the store open like the the end of the first week. 
So it would be like, what, December? Like 6th or 7th, I believe. Okay. It would be around then. But we have to see, you know, like so far, knock on wood, everything has gone pretty smooth. Everything's been like straightforward. I've been passing and stalking them and (laughs) popping in and checking things out. So they're, they've moved, they're moving really quick. Uh, I have to go pick paint colors now and they're so exciting. It is because they've, they included me on the design plan. Uh, Mm -hmm. They basically said, you know, like within reason that they will Mm -hmm. accommodate as much as they can for my needs and what I, I want the store to look like. So for the most part, there's one of the units next door, they had just renovated and it's beautiful the way they did it. They opened it mm-hmm. up, they raised the ceilings, um, they poured new, you know, I think, anyways, there's new flooring in there, but I think yeah. she did that on her own. But they gave me all those options too. So the ceiling is higher, it's all new gyprock, they're pouring uh, an epoxy floor. Awesome. The, the layout, your office is gone. <laughs> well, not really. <laughs> But where it, studio has changed. Yeah. So where where Leith was, for those who have ever been in the store or know where her office was, it was upstairs and that got changed out. So it's now going to be like a, kind of like a common space for like anyone who has ever come to traditions knows that, you know, when you come in, there's usually people sitting around, hanging out, talking, uh, chit chatting, kind of like a meeting table. So it's nice to have that space. So that's going to be the upstairs. There's going to be like a kitchenette type of thing and um, just like a nice welcoming cozy space up there. And now the store is actually going to be a tad bit smaller. So I separated yeah. the the space into two and half of it is going to be workspace for my classes because it was a pain to be juggling things around all the time and setting up, resetting up, putting things away and worrying about like paint nights like with Kids and adults sometimes, like sometimes we have to splash things and, you know, and I'm like, oh, my God. It wasn't like, efficient for your what you wanted. No, not at all. Because I was always worrying, like, are we going to, like, destroy somebody's artwork? You know, things like that. So yeah. now it's completely two separate spaces. So once you walk in, it's going to be storefront. And then there's uh, there's going to be a partition wall, just like a, a pony wall, like a half little wall. And then it will be the um, the what's it called on the other side. Uh, the workspace so I can put up tables, leave them there, set up, and that will be ready for uh, for class, things like that. So And nobody yeah. has to see that really, right? Yes, like, exactly. It's behind, uh, you know, you could probably peek in and take a look, but it's um, it's not going to be like front and center like always. So yeah, so I'm super excited for that. I have to go check in again. I've been trying to check in once a week just to see uh, what they need from me. Yeah. You know, it's been like kind of like lights and things like that. Like I've had to go in. Uh, uh, some of those things are financially on me which is totally understandable so like I wanted new pendant lights and different things mm-hmm. like that so I had to go shopping last week and hunt things down and are they putting different lights in the basement you know yes so that's going to be all okay, I was just like <laughs> yeah no it's gonna be so yeah so Leith's new office is in the basement so she's all that's why I'm asking, like ah, should I ask? <laughs> the space is maybe slightly smaller than where you were that's okay but not much. And it's mm-hmm. all going to be fresh and new. And it's going to be like white. Can you just make it white? Yep. Yep. We're leaving oh, it perfect. white for now. I said, like, Excellent. I'll let you if you want it to paint it, you no. can choose a color later on, but it'll be all white. White is better than that yellowy beige color that was upstairs. So. <laughs> yeah. And the basement was that exact same color. I think oh, it yeah. was like bright, weird yellow. But yeah, anyways, white is good. Yeah, they're putting all new lighting. I think you have new pot lights down there that are Woo! all bright and shiny. So. 
Though I can't wait. I'm I'm getting excited. You know, it it's mm-hmm. been really amazing taking a whole month off just to uh, kind of decompress from life and everything. Just that I was a bit more busy because now I'm like, well, I'm not working. Let me schedule this. And I scheduled this. And then I had every week it seemed like I was like constantly busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, not working financially is not fun either so I was like oh shit Mm. like I gotta get back to work like we gotta get back in the store and classes going and things like that so but yeah so that's that's the exciting news I guess from um when we first left off from last month I was just you know yep we're gonna go right into another thing that is exciting for you and it's exciting for me is and for a lot of people from Gunawaga I think there's a lot of artists who got into the Ganandagan Hodenoshuni art market Yes, we did. So yeah, we're going so we both applied. Yep. And we both got in along with a slew of other, I'm sure, talented. I can't wait to see. Like, I've never been to Gananda again myself. And my husband always wanted to go. And we've never really had that chance. So I'm going to take my kids, some of my kids and my husband. And we, we're going to go. And mm-hmm. just, I can't wait to see all the stuff. Because some people are like, a lot of people bring their A game. I mean, a lot of people bring their A game to shows anyway. Because that's like one of the things. But yeah. it's it's I can't wait to see all this stuff. Me too. I'm so excited. So I yeah, I've been saying I was gonna apply for the last maybe three, two years, three years. Yeah. And just never every time it comes around, it's like I'm too busy, like I hadn't had anything prepared and blah blah blah. So this year I said, Okay, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. So yeah, so I have a, a piece and I was so afraid to submit it. I don't know. Just like everyone else here, all like me, it's all scary, you know. But yeah, so I was accepted. I know Dagwahawi Daibo, Candace. Like, there's a bunch of us going. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. I didn't know about Candace. Yeah. Candace applied. She's in. So, Dagwa and I are traveling together. We're going to take our girls and make it like a little girls weekend kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, we're pulling out next Friday. We're going to head down and just make a, a, a nice weekend out of it. So. Oh, that sounds so good. Yeah. So it's it's a little stressful right now, though. It's like trying to get like, thankfully. Did you finish your, did you finish your piece? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, done? Yeah. Did you submit it yet? No, no, no. I have to do the drop off thing now. Oh, when's yours at? That's the that was the stressful part because it's like <laughs> there's only certain days that you can if you're going to mail it in, it can only be accepted certain days like because the, the place is not open. What? Yeah. So it's like if you send oh. it in, I think it's only between Tuesday and Saturday that they accept the packages. So if oh, it shit. gets there, yeah, on a Saturday, Sunday, Monday, nobody's there to accept it. So then it has to be. Oh, my God. Yeah. So check your email. <laughs> so oh, crap. I was stressed about that. So no, I didn't. I'm stressed. Now I got to. Now yeah. I just went. <laughs> yeah. Don't quote me on the dates, but check your emails. There was something about certain days. Oh, I saw. Maybe for, uh, I'll just send my new PS, I think, though. So I'll be okay. Yeah. So I was like, I can't mail it. I like, I don't know whatever, you know, so we have a drop off date and time. It's in Aguizasne, I believe next week at at a certain time. And uh, what was stressing me out, though, is that we are going to the sing uh, this weekend. So we're not going to be around. So I'm like, I can't be in Aguizasne at the time that it's specified. So I'm like, oh, my God. So I had to contact other artists and see who is bringing their stuff. And if somebody could just bring mine with them and whatever so that's mm-hmm. all arranged so yeah i just have to have it all packed and ready to go yeah that's that <laughs> oh man now i'm like checking my email because now i'm like oh my god yeah there were oh, certain dates <laughs> shit i just thought it i i didn't even i saw that but i didn't see that it was only be accepted a certain day it's just because nobody's there to to yeah 
but um and it has to be there before the 28th so i'm like oh my god which is a tuesday yeah oh (laughs) yeah has to be on there on the 28th i think it is yeah anytime before but it's uh like oh wait what's the date today yeah it's like next week 21st yeah oh my god tomorrow my um well here at in at my residency um i had casually mentioned to the chair of the department that i wanted to somehow um like document my my time here mm-hmm. and um i was i was offered the opportunity to work with a grad student a grad student uh actually she's a, a, a doctoral student she's a mexican uh doctoral st- she's from mexico and mm-hmm. uh she's uh she folk her i her specialty is like photography but she also like i found out last week does design and just all kinds of stuff so i i've been fortunate fortunate that the department is able to hire her to take pictures of me while I'm doing my work, take pictures of my cradle board group and just mm-hmm. all like really just help me in any way. And so I have her tomorrow coming and we're going to take photos of my piece. Oh, cool. um, maybe I should just send it to UPS now, like after the podcast. Oh. I'm thinking, oh my God. But yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll work out. That's not a stress <laughs> for our listeners. That's just really my stress. And there's my, I'm sure, angry 11 furrowing down. But it, oh, it, says, <laughs> it has to be here, but it has to be there by the 430. Yeah. 430. Yeah. So that's all set up and ready to go. So, yeah. So I'll probably be packaging it up soon this week and then dropping it off with the artist who's going to be taking it. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm super excited to go. I'm excited to see everybody's stuff and uh, just the museum itself and check everything out. And Mm -hmm. yeah. And good luck to everyone. It's so exciting. Yeah. It's so exciting. It's a, it's a, it's a different, I'm not sure if I mentioned it here on the podcast. I don't think I did because I didn't mention to anybody that I was actually applying. Because mm-hmm. two weeks before the deadline is when I decided that I was going to do it. <laughs> so I started my project two weeks before. But um, it's it's an interesting market because one, it's just Haudenosaunee people. For anybody who doesn't know that, most markets are open to anybody. So it's good that it's going to be just a, a, like it's a small group and mm-hmm. a very select group. And I think they had over 100 people apply and, and they accepted 50 artists. Or, or or they accepted 50 pieces. So I that's there really... was 57. I just got an email saying like, oh, yeah, yeah, I think there's 57 on display. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot and um, and so like with that being said, like you had to like submit pictures of the actual things that you're going to be submitting. Yeah. Which <laughs> which is which is different. So which is different from other markets where I've had to like just submit like almost like a portfolio and you kind of just mm-hmm. go from there. So. So yeah, so it should be fun to see like what everybody's bringing and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, so, and you, I, when I first went to my first show at the Herd um, in Phoenix, I didn't realize, because I wasn't in the art world, like I wasn't, that wasn't really my thing is, is I didn't realize just how many different forms of art there were. Mm-hmm. So like to be able to go and see all these people who are doing all these innovative things and like all the, I mean, aside like from the actual like, um, like 2D or 3D, like all of the like the digital kind of artwork too that people do is really interesting. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, so I didn't, I didn't know that when I first went to my first market, I was kind of, I was very naive and didn't really know the scene. And not that I know the scene as, as much as somebody who would be, who's been in there for a long time, but I know a little bit more now than I did before. And, and mm-hmm. it's a nice place to be. And is, and I find there's like, like camaraderie and different things like, amongst the artists in various uh, mediums and stuff like that. So it's really nice. So yeah, yeah it be fun. little art community. Yeah. yeah. So 
we shall discuss that, I guess, next time we come back and everyone's experiences and how it, ooh, it would be nice to have like people on like who go, you know, we can invite some people on next time. Yeah. And we can all or maybe, discuss. I wonder if we could even tape somebody when we're there. No, I don't know how that works. Yeah. I'm, trying to like, I'm not into that production kind of thing. Come on now. We already had stressful morning. <laughs> I'm laughing. Yeah, I'm so. looking at Rosarahawi. <laughs> okay. We had mentioned something. We had actually, well, when I went back to Gunawag, I went back two weeks ago, I guess now, or maybe a week and a half ago. A week and a half ago, I guess. Mm-hmm. We had um, talked. We had actually gone to breakfast, mm-hmm. Margaret and I, just to touch base and to see each other and we were talking about our podcast and just how interesting it was to to meet different people and uh i think we were actually talking about like how we talk about our podcast or we don't talk about a podcast (laughs) you forget that you have a podcast you have a podcast and 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 i never like it's not well it's not really on the forefront of my mind for anybody who visits our instagram page you'll know it's very sparse and we're Mm -hmm. not really like on it like that much but it's it's something that is like not at the forefront of my, of my mind. So I don't often think about it. I more think about it when I know like, okay, I think we have to start filming or not filming, but start um, uh, recording or whatnot. But I never realized just how impactful it is to some people mm-hmm. and how, um, I mean, everyone says, yeah, everyone and their mother has a podcast, but that's not really so, you know, <laughs> and, and um, I never realized just how, how far we've come, Margaret, really like, not to toot our own horns or nothing, but that we are now heading into our second year mm-hmm. in January, be two years of being on the podcast. And we, and we only record monthly, but like some people, like we got some inboxes this past week about a person who really like, really enjoyed listening to our podcast. Like, really? I didn't really even wrote, see it. <laughs> yeah, she really wrote a really nice, a nice thing on, she inboxed us and just wrote how nice it was to listen and just talking about how, how inspiring. I mean, I hate to talk to, I hate to talk about ourselves in this way because it just makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> but that's what she wrote, like how inspiring it is and like listening. And then she sent a picture of her beadwork, which is really, really nice. And, and, mm, and that's not the, yeah. And that's not the first time I've heard that, that, you know, like we've had like in the beginning, when we first started, some people would come to the shop and talk about the podcast, you know, and, and different things like that. And, and and people are listening. So I just want to say now for everybody who listens to our podcast and don't um, don't um, assume that we don't know that you're there. We're, we're very thankful that we have like a small audience, large audience doesn't really matter to us because I mean, I, I think like some people say like if you're out there inspiring people, one person kind of thing is that's what matters. Hopefully it's more than one person. But <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I think this is like a a really good jumping off point for people to, to um, even try their own ways of doing things. And like I said, like we started two years ago, just from some, it was just random and mm-hmm. just worked how, how it did. And, and we're, and we're nearing two years. And when I think it's a, uh, it's a real testament to us, like, you know, like a round of applause for us. Like we are doing <laughs> something that that's, that that's different for us. Like, you know, like putting ourselves out here like this and, you know, and, which is scary to and up, stressful sometimes. Yeah. Trying <laughs> to come stressful, up with topics. scary. Well, stressful because you don't know, you know, like we often don't listen to our stuff. Like we don't listen to the podcast until it actually is published, mm-hmm. you know, like, and so sometimes it could be two weeks in between or whatnot. And we don't necessarily always know what it is that we're talking about or, mm-hmm. 
yeah. remember what it was I'm that like, we oh, said. Shit, what did I say? I'm like, did I piss anyone off? Did I was exactly? I... <laughs> and, and we and I and I don't share it until I listen to it <laughs> because I I want to prepare myself, right? Like, if there's something that I said that might be offensive or whatnot, and I'll, I I want to know, like, so if somebody comes for me, then I'll have an idea of what it is they're actually talking about. So yeah, so I just thought like it's uh, something I I would share today, just because mm-hmm. I think that. Uh, we don't often talk about ourselves like like this, like, you know, like here we are, we're, we're moms, we're artists, you're a, a painter, not just a bead worker and, and everything else in between. And, and we do, we do a, a variety of things. And, and these are just two ladies who come together and talk about beadwork, like, you know, and somebody <laughs> and someone said, like, you know, yeah, we wouldn't mind helping to sponsor a podcast like this, like, you know, like that doesn't come around often, you know, and so mm-hmm. we're very thankful for those who are in the production of the podcast and you know, and maybe it's myself, my self-care month of November that's really helping me feel this way. But like, I just feel really thankful and grateful that we have this, this platform Yeah. That, uh, not many people say it. Like I was talking to my grad student and she was like, well, I'm going to help you with a link tree. I didn't know what a link tree was, but now I know. And uh, she was talking to me and she's like, well, what do you have? I said, well, I have this, I have this, I have that. And she's like, oh yeah, I go, I have a podcast. And she's like, what? And so she's like, we're going to get them all together. And that's a side story. But yeah, so it was just interesting because I, when I introduce myself, like I don't ever say I'm a podcaster. Yeah. But now I don't even remember half the time. It's uh, in all honesty, it's like because yeah. we do it once a month and it's like it's not. Um, exactly. I don't know. I don't, yeah. I'm, I think because we're not super active in this world, like to in media yeah. and things like that. So it's like and even that to be like, I don't know, I, I literally will sit here and talk and just feel like I'm just talking to you and Rasarawi. Mm-hmm. You are the only ones that are going to hear me. In the room, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you so know? it's kind of like I forget that this is not just in this room and that it goes somewhere and it's like on the wavelength. So sometimes I forget. It's like, actually on YouTube. Did you know that? Oh, really? No, I didn't know that. <laughs> you can listen to YouTube. I saw. I Ooh. think. I'm pretty sure. I had a class, I don't know, a few weeks ago. And there was a girl we were, we were painting. And it was a uh, it was a group not from Gahnawage. There was maybe one or two from from the community in there, but the most were they were doing like some sort of retreat. And I just regret not asking them questions, kind of like personal, like oh well, like why are you here? Or where are you from? Or what are you doing here? Yeah. You know, I didn't <laughs> yeah. even I didn't pry or anything. I just did my job. And but anyways, it was a group of women that were all working together, and they I don't know if they were all in Guahua. Uh, somewhere mm-hmm. I believe some aren't so anyways they were there was one girl I don't even know how we got on the topic but anyways she was like talking about podcasts or she I don't oh god I don't even remember anyways but she was like hey she's like do you were you ever on a podcast and I was like I actually had to stop and think for a minute I was like wait was <laughs> I ever on a podcast I was like oh wait no I, I uh, I'm uh, yeah I'm like I have a podcast <laughs> and she was like uh she's like I can't say the name. I don't know if she was reading like my name that's on there because on the print, oh, okay. like because our thing yeah. is purple and then it may say like Degrihiakwa and Least and whatever. Yeah. So she's like, I can't say the name. And I'm like, well, it's called the beating table. Like, and she's like, yeah, that's the one. She's like, I know your your voice was familiar. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, Ew. but yeah, so I like sometimes it's weird. It is weird that like people will say that like, oh, yeah. I heard you talk and I'm like where what are you talking about <laughs> I forget yeah. that we're doing this like 
So yeah, it's funny. It's it's a little it's a little weird sometimes. Well, I had a funny story. I was at Gertie Wheel in Oneida two two weeks ago, three weeks ago now, mm-hmm. and I was sitting there at a lunch at lunch, and uh, just a bunch of ladies sitting talking, and I had been talking about language, and I I'm really comfortable talking about that, and all of a sudden this lady started talking to me in Mohawk, and she's like, oh, she goes, um, she was talking. I I believe she was from Tindanega. I'm not 100 percent sure though, but she was she was learning um, Mohawk in Six Nations out there, and. She, we were just talking and yeah, uh, and she's like, yeah. She goes, I, I, I listen to you. I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, on your podcast. I'm like, oh yeah. And then uh, I, I, we had been talking Ganyagaha, and this other lady was there, and she's like, excuse me, are you so? Uh, she started talking to me Ganyagaha, but I didn't know she spoke, and I was like, hi, whatever, talking. And she's like, yeah. She goes, I watch you on YouTube. <laughs> and I was like, what? You're like, why? <laughs> what? what? And then she was like telling me how she was watching and she was referring to something that I had completely forgotten, but it was an episode of something or it was a project for maybe people in the language um, immersion class or something. And they came to my house and my baby was just young. And so when she was talking to me in Ganyageha, she was asking me how old my son was. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, oh, yeah. And then she was talking about Gariwa Gutsday because she was watching her and Goro Yawi mm-hmm. on YouTube too. And. And she goes, yeah, she goes, I passed by the table and I heard you talking. And I thought to myself, I know that person. I know that voice. <laughs> I know that voice. Yeah. And so the ladies at the table had a real chuckle about it because they said, yeah, you have like a beat, you have a podcast and you're on YouTube. Man, Leaf, you're famous. And I was just like, no, that is so far from the truth. But just happened to be ironically meeting up with people who were, who were either listening to us. Yeah. And it was just a funny like a funny haha kind of moment and mm-hmm. just like, oh my God, like Weird. who would ever thought, but yeah, but, <laughs> but we're grateful for it. And we like our time we spend here together talking just cause it's like, like you said, just like talking just anywhere at the beating table or just at the store or anytime mm-hmm. like that. So that's good. With that being said, yes. we should take it to the audience, take it to the street, <laughs> the mean street. The streets and see what it is people want to talk about. And there were a few, a couple of, um, topics people wanted to talk about and there's one topic that we've talked about before mm-hmm. and they asked again or not they didn't they they didn't ask again but it was asked again mm-hmm. so it says how do you feel about beating ecmn which is every child matters and mmiw missing murdered indian women or indigenous women um things i guess so they asked how do we feel about beating that ah uh, how do, how I- do you they go to Yakua feel about beating that. Oh, I mean, when I, I say it like that, it sounds very like, like, you like, know, 2020. Oh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I am not opposed to it. I, mm-hmm. if somebody need, like, um, yeah, we talked about it before. It's like a, yeah. Yeah. So I am not opposed to it. I, if somebody needs it, I would do it. It's the idea. I think like we had said it before, like, for me personally, I, I don't have, well, we all have ties to that. I can't say, but I think personally, like, I don't have any, I don't, I don't know how to say this, like, without, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable making profit off of it. Like, mm-hmm. I think the that's, monitor side, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, I, I look at it like, as you know, you're, you're making profit off me. No, I don't know. That's not right either to say, because I don't want to dog anybody who's doing it either. Like if you're doing it, they got their own reasons for doing it. Okay, they so have, wait. I don't know. Let's talk just from you, not from, it only has to do with you. It doesn't have to do with anybody else. Because I think what we do often is we often talk <laughs> about ourselves, but then we try to say nah. stuff. I mean, not just us. I mean, in general, people and hu- humans in general now, some 
talk and we'll be talking a certain way because we don't want to offend anybody. So we're not trying to dog anybody. Well, let's just prefer it like that. Mm -hmm. We're not trying to dog anybody, but your personal preference is that you don't feel comfortable making money off of that. Yeah. Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah. I, I, I don't, uh, you know, not to profit. Like I have uh, started selling things at the store um, mm -hmm. for other artists who, who do create some of those items. And uh, so, yeah, like I would have no problems donating those, that, that the funds to somewheres, you know, things like yeah. that. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't. Like, I, I wouldn't be making, like, a, a million things and then selling it and getting profit for it. I don't know. Yeah. I I, I found, yeah, I find, like, sometimes it, like, the, it turns into, like, is it right to say a money grab or, like, but, it, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, mean, I don't some know how might, to feel, yeah. Some people might do that, like, you know? <laughs> yeah, because I, I don't know, like, uh, I don't know. I don't freaking yeah. know. But, yeah, I, I personally just don't. I steer clear of it. Like, if somebody asks me if they need it, then... Yeah, I'll do it. Like, I'll make it for them or whatever if they're wearing it or they're using it or if it's their personal thing because it's like it's it's half and half because I also look at the survivors and things like that. And it's like to bring awareness, but not every survivor wants doesn't want to be on display either. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's that's trauma that they've gone through and, and things that they are handling, you know whatever, which way they're handling it. Some choose to acknowledge and, and are open to talk about it and are okay with, with it all. And, and some aren't. So it's kind of like, I don't know. Anyways, it's for me personally, I just don't, whatever, whatever. That's it. That's my story. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I feel kind of around this, not kind of, I feel the same way as you do. Like, I've never been asked to be in anything like that, like specifically for, for those two, I don't know if they're causes, entities. I don't mm -hmm. know. I, I'm not sure how I would classify it. I've never been asked to do that. Um, I've, I don't know have, I've, if I have. I don't think so. Uh, I don't feel comfortable the same thing to sell those kind of stuff. I don't know why. I just don't feel, I just don't feel comfortable. Um, I think if an organization who was raising money for that had asked me to do something, of course I would be something. I wouldn't necessarily mm -hmm. be something that was like, all orange and all red I don't like you know like I mean I do use those colors I do use and I have made a series of art pieces that were all red but it didn't have to signify that you know it mm -hmm. wasn't for that part but if the organizations did want me to bead something of course I'd say yeah like you know like I've beaded for schools or I've beaded for different things like and helped in donations that way so I I, I have no problem doing that mm -hmm. but I don't think I would purpose I don't think I would I, I, I just don't think I would yeah and it, and it's it's like yeah. uh, there there is a market out there because people do want to bring awareness about those mm -hmm. those issues which is, yeah. I agree with you know and to bring awareness it has to be out there so and then if it's out there somebody has to make it so you know yeah. there, it's the back and forth like me yeah, personally I, mean, I just kind of steer away from it and I just whatever to each their own you know yeah like I think for myself like I wouldn't I mean I'm kind of not to say I'm skeptical I guess I would be kind of skeptical. If um of my I mean no wait how should I say this come on spell say it no <laughs> I am no I'm skeptical yeah I wouldn't know where to send the money to oh, and the yeah. sense that I'm skeptical in the sense where what is the legitimate and how are they using it and you know like if I made something like say I made a thousand pins that were for which whichever organization or cause or whatever then where would I put the money? Like, how do I know they're doing what it is they're supposed to be doing right with the money? You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. that's like, that's why I say like skeptical because 
people have good intentions. And then a lot of times what happens is that sometimes the money or the the to donate or whatnot goes into the actual administration of the organization rather than in the actual production of programs that are helping people or things oh, or, yeah, or yeah. you know, like like that kind of thing. So so I wouldn't know where to 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 give, but I know there are ways that you can give to organizations or programming that helps to one, alleviate stress on families who are going through those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like if you were doing like language programs, those are some ways that help like every child matters. Like there's different avenues and ways that you can either prevent things from happening or you can try to not make right, but give to places who are trying to reverse some of the adverse effects of what it has already happened. Mm-hmm. You know, like like teen groups, like, you know, fostering places for people to come together so young women and young men can have respect for themselves and feel like they're valued and that so that maybe down the line, maybe some choices won't put them in vulnerable situations, you know, like, mm-hmm. or stuff like that or, or whatever, like, you know, and yeah. so I think in that regard, I wouldn't mind donating, but I wouldn't make it specifically, like, I wouldn't plaster on it ECM or Every Child Matters. I wouldn't do it that way. Because mm-hmm. I think there are organizations that are doing things that I think that would be more beneficial for them than my little, let me make five pins to make whatever and give you my $20 donation. I can do something else and give maybe a $200 donation if I do this, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. so I, I think like saturating the market, it's not really my thing for that. And And I see it as, yeah, it's almost like a business and that's the wrong way for me to see it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like I don't want to see it that way, but that's what what it is. And, and I don't know, I would yeah. always just wonder what my grandma thought, you know, cause she went to residential school and she didn't really talk about it. And people didn't talk about it then. And there were a thousand reasons why they did it, but I don't know. I think there's other ways for me to help the cause than to do that, you know, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't like, I wouldn't tell somebody else not to do that. Cause maybe that's something that they do really well. And they're making lots of, lots of help for people, you know, mm-hmm. like, I don't know what they're doing and it's none of my business what they're doing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So what's the next question? That's the question. Like, oh, my God. I love how you said, just spit it out. I was going to spit it out. I'm not a PC or anything. So what the next one was is it said, what thing or embellishment will you never, never in capital letters use on your work? And then the person gave an example is, for me, it's rhinestone banding. Rhinestone cowboy. No. We won't. Get, we don't have to buy the lyrics for that because we already said it. I think you have to say it. I think it's four seconds or something longer. You have to. You got to give credit or something. For some ways, I mean, I'm sure Russell Howie knows that. Your do you say I'll get some kind of charge? I'm next, sure so. they're not going to come for me for my singing abilities. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. So so yeah. So what embellishment or thing would you never use? And I'll say never use never. on your work. Their example never. was the the banding. Yeah, they're the person who wrote in said they wouldn't I'm use never those banding using rhinestone banding. Mm, like I, I don't know. I can't say that I'd really be opposed to anything. Like because I don't know until I'm there. Like maybe one day I'll feel like I want rhinestones. One day I'll feel like I want plastic shit. I don't know if it helps and enhances it. I don't know. Then I yeah like uh, maybe like I would never put like no I don't know. Okay, like you would put plastic pony beads. I was just gonna say, like the plastic <laughs> pony beads, and like uh, 
<laughs> like purple feathers and shit like Remember that. Maybe not old, that. Those old beads. I'm not sure if they're old beads, but maybe they still make them now. But they like, you know how they have like that bone bead that's like white? Yeah. Oh, Remember yeah, how yeah. they used to have plastic clear ones? They were yeah. long. Yeah. Super yeah. long. Like I wouldn't use that. Yeah, I would probably steer clear of some of those kind of things because they're, I associate them with like Mickinaki ish. <laughs> like, for those. <laughs> you tell the audience what that is. All right. So. What it is because they won't know. People are going to come for me. All right. But you know what? But there, I, I will preface this by saying that there are groups <laughs> out there, not just specific to what Margaret's going to be talking about, who do perpetuate this thing that is very wrong and they shouldn't be doing that. But yeah, so we this have. This is who we're talking about, the Mickinac. What was it called? Mickinac. So w- there was a community not too far from Gahanawage. There, they were a self-proclaimed reservation of non-Ungwehue uh, people who claimed indigenous right status. I don't know, and I don't know if it's they had cards. I, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. So for a little while there, like a lot of people were kind of like, "What the f?" You know, like. So, anyways, mm-hmm. that, that's kind of what it screams to me, like when you see like. Um, well, fringe is not a bad thing, but like I think of like the fake leather and the choker band, you know, things like that, where it's like, I don't know. I think I would steer clear some some of those kind of things. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want that on my, um, yeah. I, I Like it's the fake feathers and like the pink boa feathers and yeah. stuff. I don't know. I wouldn't, I can't see like me making a purse and having like purple and pink feathers and pony beads like hanging from it. Like there's one thing to say like, that like on your art but if you're doing arts and crafts with kids yeah <laughs> that's something different i but know even but then, even then you know because no, even then you don't want to have no. that kind of stuff because that's not real arts. no and it's, i teach them like straight up i was always like yeah. when i used to teach even little kids i was like every child can learn don't don't stop them from give them the opportunity like teach them mm-hmm. with small beads they can do it they, if yeah. it, if they can only put two or three beads on then they've done it you know like yeah so I'm not, yeah, I, uh, no, 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 no. I, I guess I would, can I say I wouldn't use a you pony bead? You can say bead? anything you want. <laughs> Who That's knows, like maybe my want. next like thing, a well, pony bead will be called for, or it'll be uh, inspir- inspiration somewhere. And okay, I'm like... going to just give you a little bit of tidbit. Now, I once told my now husband I would never, ever go back out with him again. <laughs> well, we are married and we have four children. So you can say you will never use this. But maybe down the line, we're just talking about right this minute. What right. would you never use? I'm never, ever. You know, I, never, that, ever. Just, we're yeah. never getting back together, ever. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, I would so, say probably like, a, yeah, like all pony beads and things like that. I probably wouldn't use like, and, and the way I'm looking at pony beads is like, I'm trying to think of like, you know, and it's multicolored and then there's fake feathers mm-hmm. all over it yeah. and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't do that. Me, it's plastic. Mm-hmm. Whether it's plastic sequins, plastic beads, plastic, whatever, it's plastic. I mean, I I, ver- I try to stay clear of that. I try not to use to have any of that kind of stuff. I mean, I, I know I have some sequins in a, in a somewhere or someplace, but I, yeah, I just not. If they could make metal sequins that are colored, and I'm sure they probably do somewhere in the world, but mm-hmm. yeah, so so I think that's one of the things. but. It was funny because um, when I went to Nova Scotia in, was it the spring or was it the spring? Must have been the spring or last year. I went to Nova Scotia and uh, we went to visit Sunday Lace Creations. Have you ever heard of them? Uh, yes. Yes, she has a. I think I, I have I, her on Instagram. 
Yeah, I can't remember the, her first name, uh, but it's an. Uh, Does she wear glasses? Yes, she wears. Okay, yeah. yeah, she is an indigenous uh, beadwork artist, and she has a. Uh, I, I believe it's more of an on. It was more of an online presence because of COVID and different things like that. But it's called Sunday Lace Creations. If you're looking for beading supplies or whatnot, and this isn't an advertisement or anything. Like this is just something that I was there and I I, I went and it was really nice. And we went to her storefront, which was a small little place, and she was stacked the gills with all kinds of beading stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you know, and I sell beads, but I don't sell everything. Like I don't. I only specifically sell one thing. So I like to go to stores to see all the other stuff they had. And, she had this very fine rhinestone beading. Mm-hmm. Like the banding? Yeah, the banding. Sorry. Yeah, banding. And so I bought some. And one was like a turquoise. And it had, I believe the outer casing was plastic. Mm-hmm. And I was like, eh, but I bought it anyway. And then there was another color. It was like a dark, like, um, not a, I guess it must look, it looked like an onyx stone. But obviously, it's not onyx. But it was like a crystal black, whatever. It had um, like a, a light silver, uh, like, uh, what is called that? Whatever the whatever the metal was holding it together, it was that. And I thought, you know what? Maybe I would use this. Mm-hmm. I bought some because I never, one, I never saw it before that small. Um, I'm not usually somebody who uses banding. Um, that's not really my forte, but never say never, right? But mm-hmm. So I bought it, but I thought it was really high quality looking banding and something that I would really, it might add something to my piece. So, mm-hmm. so I bought it. And so I don't, I'm not opposed to it. I don't know exactly how you use it, <laughs> but I bought it anyway. I don't know. You use it. glue, you glue it on. No. Oh, you glue it on? <laughs> no, just kidding. I don't know. I never use well, it. You either. have to tape, not tape it, like stitch it down. I don't you know, whatever. So I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure there's a YouTube video out there because there's a lot of YouTube videos about stuff, you know, like you can learn anything on YouTube actually. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, so, so I bought that, but yeah, anything that's plastic, I, I really shot. I really, really, tur- I really turn my nose up for myself, <laughs> for my things, you know, like for me, mm-hmm. some people do excellent work and have stuff like that on there. That's fine for them. But for mm-hmm. me, that's I'll probably never, never, I'll never do that. Yeah, Just like I have, I don't want to plastic one, plastic, uh, not rhinestones, what they call sequins, sequins um, yeah. that I use that were in my great grandmother's little mm-hmm. cookie sewing box thing there. Yeah. cookie tin or whatever and I, when I opened mm-hmm. it Those there was good right now. yeah the cookies. butter cookies oh, so like, mm. and uh she, yeah she had a big long like a whole strand like a yeah. on a yeah yeah and mm-hmm. it was all like they were all red and they're semi-clear red kind of but they were pretty cool like but for uh-huh. me I find like I like to use them I'll use them I don't care but I yeah. like to try to use them in a non-conventional way whereas yeah. them not just being laid flat you know what I mean mm-hmm. on the like I yeah. use them for that too once in a while Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I try to put them in different ways, like on the pieces. Like I think I used them before for the center of a flower. And then it, okay. like if, when you put your hand, so they were like kind of all, they weren't, I don't know how the hell to explain it. With they, were, they were beveled. They weren't flat. Yeah. They were kind of like all in a row type of thing. So when you oh. put your hand on it, you could feel them like they were, it was like spiky almost all the way around. Like yeah. that's how I use them for the center of a flower before, instead of it just oh, being I know flat. What you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I put them on the side. So. Yeah, just like different ways. Like I like taking non-conventional or or no, is that the way? I like, like taking to take conventional like, items. Yeah, and, and use them in a non-conventional way. Yes, exactly. So I like trying to do that sometimes. <laughs> like you know, just when when I'm inspired to. But yeah, when the iron strikes. Yes, exactly. Oh my goodness, you're tired. I am tired. Oh, yeah. I've Sorry. been taking so maybe just a, a little bit off topic. I've been taking a new supplement. Oh, called AG1. Has anybody ever heard that? Anybody out there in the podcast world take AG1? No. 
my brother takes it. It's called Athletics Greens One, I think it is. And it is this powder of like so many. And this is not an advertisement. Maybe it should be. <laughs> AG1, come for us, please. I would like it for free. Um, but yeah, uh, so it's this greens with nutrients and different things like that. It's supposed to help with gut health and just overall nutrition kind of thing. Because I'll be honest, I'm not eating the right recommended daily intake of vitamins, A, B, C, Fruits 12 and, and zinc and all that jazz. No, I'm not. And so my brother takes this and he's in pretty good health, like running and doing all kinds of stuff and whatever. And so I thought, you know, let me try it. And it was, it seems to be doing well. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I feel like I'm getting good sleep. I feel like, I mean, I've never had, I never, I never have suffered from unhealthy guts or whatever, but I feel <laughs> like my, my gut health is good and, you know, and that kind of stuff. The only thing is that <clears throat> it doesn't taste. Ooh. It's not my preference of taste. My brother loves it, the taste, but I, I don't. Yeah. But kind of like protein powder where it tastes like funky. I don't even, I've never tried protein powder. I've never taken protein powder. There's certain ones, they taste gross. Well, this isn't like a chocolate or anything. It's a, it's a, I believe it's a one flavor. It's, it, it doesn't suit my palate, but <laughs> it's not horrible where I won't take it. Like I can't drink it. Like I can drink it. It's no problem. It just, I'd rather have a different kind of taste, mm-hmm. but it doesn't come in one, but it doesn't stop me from taking it. But I feel really good and a good night's sleep. And maybe you need some AG1. Maybe or, I, or have a banana or something. Or you go know, to bed on time. I went to bed Why really late. Really? Yeah, I had volleyball last night, and it was oh. it went really late. Like, uh, yeah, our, our last game was at ten o'clock. <laughs> I was oh like, my God, what that the is hell? late. Yeah, so I'm like a little fried this morning. What time did you wake up this morning? Uh, well, Greg goes to work early, so I get up. I hear him like kind of rummaging around the house. So maybe about five thirty. Six-ish. I got quarter to eight. Oh, well, that's why you're all bushy-eyed and not. Because nah. <laughs> I'm getting an eight night. I'm getting like two hours. I'm getting eight hours of sleep a day. I mean, yeah. I don't think I wasn't getting that much when I was home, but I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to take advantage of this time to really <laughs> be kind to myself. Yeah. And when we're doing bead work, sometimes the finishing touches really add a little bit of something. And so our next topic that I'm going to segue us into is edging people want to talk about edging mm-hmm. right all they wrote was edging they didn't ask a question mm-hmm. they didn't give us any type of direction direction so let me ask you mm-hmm. so instead of going what edging will you never do what is an edging that is one of your tried and true and you always fall back on because one you loved how it looks or even two it's easy and fast um I can't say I love it, but the easy and fast one is when you do, say you put one bead on and then you put on, I don't know, four or five, oh, four or six five. or whatever, and then you mm-hmm. come back through one. So it makes like kind of a line or you can make it closer and then it makes like a bump or that oh, kind of thing. Oh, yes, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So that one, I like that as a finishing because it's, yep. you can clean it up and you can, like I said, you can do it. Like if you if you jump far enough, like lay them out, then you get like a, a nice like line edge. Or yeah. if you make it closer, then it kind of bump, bumps up on you. So then you get like a round edge. That would be the fastest one. And my tried and true is like the scallopy. I I always quote it. At, I like I like that one. I mean, one bead and then two beads and three beads and then like yeah. The and for me, that. I prefer so. I wonder if anybody else thinks of it this way. So the way I view it is I do one, two, three, three, two, one. 
So I do it like that where the your biggest number is doubled. So what uh-huh. that will do is it'll give you a round. Yeah. It'll give you it'll round it instead of if you do one, two, three, Pointy. four. Yeah, yeah. And then whatever, which will make it a point. So yeah. for me, I think of the round doing the two bigger numbers double, making it round. It gives it more feminine type of, okay. mm-hmm. of look. And whereas the point gives it more of a masculine look. So that's how I look at it. Uh, I just think of round and soft and sharp and pointy men, women. No, <laughs> I don't know why, but uh, that's kind of how I look at it. So I tend to do the rounded, the rounded one and not too big. Like sometimes I like, I like the scallop to be smaller and not super big because, well, and depending on what you're doing it, well, like what you're doing it on, mm-hmm. on moccasins, I like to keep it like just a, just, soft and feminine unless it's a big pair like say a men's pair then i might make it bigger but mm-hmm. i tend to stick to that one two three three two one kind of mm-hmm. deal and it, it gives it just a little bit of something but then it's not taking over like especially because on a vamp and this is all just my my personal preference you know it's not this is not the holy gospel no so <laughs> On the vamps, for me, what I prefer is that when I put a vamp on, because we talked about this before, how it's hard work to get your puckers to look nice and to get them to. So I mm-hmm. have just fixed my formula so that I can see my puckers. Mm-hmm. And so when I do my moccasins now, I can really see them because I was looking at old ones and I'm like, holy shit, like my vamps used to be so big and you couldn't even see the puckers. And it was like, it just went right over. So I'm like, that's a lot. It's a lot of work to get a pucker. So anyways. Now, when I do my vamps, um, I try not to do the scallops super, super big or too long, wide, I don't know, whatever, so that you can still mm-hmm. see um, all the all the puckers. So that's my uh, my thought process behind all of that. So those are my edgings. Mm-hmm. Well, I like, I'm doing a pair of moccasins right now and the edging I have, and I'm just looking at a photo is one, two, three, two, one. So I do, but I do... I do one twice. So I go, I do the one twice. So it kind of makes oh, okay. it wider, I think. I yeah. think that's what it is. But yeah, I think it's three. Mm-hmm. But it looks very, it looks very soft. Yeah. Like it's not pointy. I think if you, I added four, it would, of course, it makes it more yeah, pointy. it makes it more. So, yeah. yeah. I know that um, I really like to do the one where it's just one bead and then two beads. Yeah. That one plain, just a kind of makes it sound like, yeah, I just like how it looks and, Sometimes I get mad at myself when that one bead in the middle kind of lays down just a tad. Like, it's just off. <laughs> I'm trying to fix it. Like, I think, shit, Lise, you should have really tried to, you went too far. Like, it made a little bit of a thing. So mm-hmm. that's the one I really like. I, I really, it's simple, but it takes a lot. It's just simple and I just like it. I just, mm-hmm. I could do it on everything, I guess, if if I could. But but it's not very substantial. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. It doesn't make a mark. Like, it yeah. really, it, well, I like it though. It depends on what you're doing. And sometimes it's like, you just need that little extra, but not too much. You don't want to take away from it anything else. So you just kind of put that. Yeah. And it's not, I want to say simple, but it's not simple because it's still a lot of work. Like still a lot of time. So I, so I, I like to do like the scallop and I like to call that more like the kind you were just talking about where it was round or whatever. I like to think of that as the lacy kind, like it reminds me of lace. Mm -hmm. And then that little, edging I like to do but the one I really don't like to do uh, and my hat's off to those people who do it because I just 
it drives me nuts is that one where you do like five beads or four beads and then you go back to that last one and you make like a triangle. Yeah. I can't stand doing that one. <laughs> it always feels like my beat. It just, it just, it, I can do it. It's no problem. But it just seems like it's the pain in the buns when it goes back to that last, that beat at the top. So you can make another, another to make come the back down. Yeah. I think uh, for me, I, I would say like, that's not my, like, I don't, I don't really, not that I don't like it, but I, I, um, I think it's, I've seen it in different ways and I mm-hmm. feel like on bigger pieces, it looks nice on smaller pieces. It's, uh, depending on how big it gets, like mm-hmm. I find it, it takes over, like it ends up like too big or it looks like, uh, it's taking away from something else. Like, Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Because it, well, it depends on how big it goes though, because you can make it, uh, smaller or bigger or longer yeah. or whatever, depending on how many beads you put on. But I wonder, like, if you tried to do it smaller, you wouldn't probably get the same. But if you did it effect. smaller, you could just, you can make, because some people make, there's wide, which is fine. Like, okay, you know, like yeah. there's various things. There's like, there's a wide, we'll call that triangle. Yeah. And then there's a narrow triangle. So if you have less beads, you just do narrow and it could stick up just nice. I mean, I've done it that way and yeah. it's fine. I just don't, I just technically don't like to do it because it yeah. just, always screws it just screws up it just seems like it takes a hundred years yeah <laughs> it's like a big commitment and so i i don't you do it as often but i like it it's just i, I don't see like it on something else like say it was on a purse or something and it was done big yes and it was nice i i liked how and i think they had something dropping from it i can't remember yes, whose I've piece seen, it was but I've it, seen it that. looked really nice like i do like it in certain ways i just i don't think i've ever done it to be honest i don't think i've ever added it onto a piece really maybe yeah. you should try yeah i'll have to slap it on something slap it well, on i have yeah. Uh, yeah 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 maybe i will maybe your sons it looks like it could be more masculine like you say a triangle yeah, pointy, yeah. pointy for men the pointy for men <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's margaret's interpretation but i think it's anything unisex all the way yeah or i don't whatever. know it's just the way yeah. I, I think of it <laughs> But yeah, so but yeah, those are there's many different edgings. Like I guess it's just whatever you want to really do. And I don't. I like to do fringe. I don't do fringe well. If that's even called an edging, is that an edging fringe? Yeah, that's an ed- an edging. Oh, yeah. I hate fringe. I I do it. Like I hate doing it. I like it. I like how it looks, but I hate doing it. That's the one so thing I, mean, I I hate doing. Yeah, and we're talking about beaded fringe, not fringe leather. But mm-hmm. even then, I don't really know how to do that either. But I mean, I mean, not that I don't have. I don't know how. I probably could, but I've never done it. Mm-hmm. And people do it really well, and it's just not. I don't. Even, I wouldn't even know where to begin. But in terms of like the beading fringe, it's just it's not. I there's certain things I don't mind putting it on. Sometimes I find it too cumbersome. Like you know, it just kind of takes away. It just mm-hmm. I don't know. And some and often, almost every time, I have a hard time. I have a hard time beading fringe. Really like making it look nice. Sometimes if you're, especially if you're doing it on a frame. Sometimes mm-hmm. it gets wonky in that little center, like that little first notch. If it's scalloped or shrimp, yeah, your, um, in pattern and or so doesn't it just, pull right and sit right yeah. where. And here's a little tip. So I'm going to give a little a tip for people. If you've yes. ever done fringe work, and if you pull too tight, it's going to get too stiff. So yeah. Oh, yeah. what yeah. you end up having to do is so when you put all your beads on and you go to the next thing and you tack it in pinch it go right where it meets the fabric and you just pinch it a little bit and it'll release some of the thread and then it'll sit and it'll sway and that way you get movement to it because if you pull it too way too tight it's gonna get like really stiff and then it looks like armor almost after a while (laughs) and it has no movement to it 
Yeah. So and it, the idea for fringe is it moves. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you like you get that movement. It, like I'm thinking yoke, like specifically. Yeah. Like so when you're moving, like then they kind of they move, they sway instead of being like stiff. So that's the trick for that. Like you you pinch uh, at the top where where it meets and then it releases just a little bit and then not too much because you don't want to be seeing all kinds of thread, but just enough so that it it like releases and it's calmer and it's not all. There you go. Two, tip Tuesday. No. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? Tense Tuesday? Or... Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was Tense Tuesday. Now it's Tip Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so there's all different kind of things people can play around with. And one day we'd love to do like a, um, they do that, not, what, a tutorial? A tutorial, no. Actually, I was thinking about doing that for my bead group. So I, I don't know if I talked about them. Did I talk about them? Uh, like a board group? I don't know. I don't know. If so I, maybe last. I don't know if I'm. I don't think I did. did I talk about, I'm just looking at my notes. Did I talk about them? Artist beating group. Maybe I did. November. Maybe yeah. Anyway, so I have a group. Anyway, I have a group of ladies that I'm, I'm helping to teach how to make cradle board wraps, and so a lot of them have they've already designed a pattern. They've designed. They're actually they cut out the shape they wanted. To, yeah, their shape of the cradle board wrap. They've secured the, like what kind of uh, design they want to do. They picked their, their material. Some of them picked their beads for edging and whatnot. And I thought. Maybe I would do that is I would like take videos and send it to them because we don't meet like weekly. We might meet, I think we're meeting just in December. So it's like kind of far. And uh, I thought maybe I would do some videos for mm -hmm. them to teach them how to do like, you know, like not teach them how to do it because they already know, but like show them how I do like a rope stitch or how I do a line because mm -hmm. everyone does it differently or kind of like, or, you know, so. I would put, <laughs> so here's a, here's a what? Here's a. An experience. So I had classes when we used to do it on Zoom and they used to ask to record the classes and a few times. Well, in all honesty, in the beginning, I didn't know what the hell I was doing on Zoom anyways. And I, yeah. in all honesty, I didn't want to learn beyond what was the easiest. Like I didn't have the time to be like, OK, let me figure this all out. So I didn't know how to record it or I think we did record it. I didn't know how to upload it and get it off the cloud <laughs> and do all that crap. And so I ended up not doing it. And I did have classes that had asked if they could take what was recorded, because I think we did get it once or twice or somebody else recorded it and did it for me. Mm -hmm. um, but then I had other people ask if they could put it on YouTube. And I was like, no, like, yeah, no, I'm not comfortable with that. Like, these are all private sessions. Like, it's a private mm -hmm. class. Like. I'm not comfortable with this because on YouTube, it's accessible to anybody and everybody. Yeah. Like, I don't... Unless you make a YouTube channel that you only invite certain people into. Yeah, so I, I was just... Even then, who knows? Yeah, so that was always my... Because uh, I've done that in the past too, where I, I do tutorials and I take little videos of things and I send it in the group chats, like, for people yeah. to uh, to see yeah, because the, sometimes yeah. people can't be there or they need extra support or whatever. So I've done it that way. But yeah, I've always just said, like, you know... Like, I'm don't not comfortable. Share. Yeah, like, don't be broadcasting it everywhere. It's like, I don't know. I just, no, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I, I'm sorry. I'm drinking my drinking, man. I just realized it's going to be on, on thing. But yeah, I feel the same way mm -hmm. that, uh, yeah, it would just be for my group because just to show them, hey, this is an idea or whatever or stuff like that. But yeah. 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 I'm not down with that too. And I, I, I talk a lot about, I don't talk about it a lot, but I bring it up when I, when I do talks or different things with my residency and stuff that, you know, I, I don't share in that kind of platform just because it's not, it didn't originally come from me. Some of those things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to call them teachings because people think of it as teachings as a spiritual thing, but 
but teachings, those ways I learned didn't come from like that kind of way. And I don't know if the person who taught me would feel comfortable. And I don't want to, those are the last people I want to piss off are the people who taught me. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, I don't want to piss off my mentors. Like, you know, I really, yeah. I, I look at them in high regard. I don't want to be doing stuff that did be like cringe and be not yeah. happy. I don't want that. So, but I, that's one of the reasons why I don't. And some people might think of it as like, well, you're not sharing, blah, blah, blah. But there's other ways to share and I don't need to put it on. Yeah. On, on major platform. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind posting on Instagram myself, like, you know, like a fast thing of me doing something or making a reel or that kind of stuff. Like, I don't mind that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's certain things I won't post on there. Yeah. Certain things I know you can't find on YouTube. I mean, yeah. things you can are accessible through other outlets. I don't mind putting on there because, well, it's already out there. It's not like I'm sharing valuable secrets. Although well, I did. Ta- it's like in tidbits too when you're on Instagram. It's like, yeah. uh there's not much. It's not like you're giving a whole tutorial on like a whole moccasin making class. But I did tell my ladies, I said, I'm telling you this trick. Don't you dare tell anybody else. <laughs> I said, there might be seven people that know. Don't tell anyone my, my secrets. <laughs> I'm serious. I said that. They're like, okay. I'm like, yeah. And then uh, one of the ladies wasn't there that first day we had meet, met. And then one of the girls goes, yeah, we said not to share. There was nobody. It's her secrets. <laughs> I just started laughing. And it, it's true. Cause that's, you know, sometimes you got to hold stuff that's close to your heart. And that's okay. You know? Hold tight. Yeah. Hold tight, but... So did, was that the last uh, question or did we have any more? Or... No, that was the last question about the edging. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I didn't have anything else that I need to talk about. Did you, do you want to talk about anything else? No. Nope. <laughs> I think yeah, we're so... running up onto almost two hours now. So No, it's not because we started late. It's almost 12 o'clock. Yeah. Okay. So we'll, we'll, we will... Say our goodbyes. They go here for goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. So we're gonna wrap it up. But um, yeah. So hopefully, uh, the next time we're together, uh, we will maybe we'll try to get some some Ganondaganers on with us, and you know, we can talk talk about our experience and yeah. how the show went, and it'll be exciting to see. And you know, all like, good luck to everybody. You know, I I wish everyone could win. Uh, I am so yeah. I'm so nervous. It's always nerve wracking to uh, submit and enter your things. And like, of course, everybody wants to win. I'm, I, like if I win, that'd be great. If I don't win, that's OK, too. It's like it's nice mm-hmm. just to get your stuff out there and give it exposure and to, uh, you know, have other people see it. But it is nerve wracking, too, because I'm like, oh, shit, I hope it's up to everybody else's standards because everybody else is I've seen a few things that's going and I'm like, oh, my oh, God, yeah? like, shit, that Ooh. looks so good. And I'm like. I'm throwing mine in the garbage now. No, <laughs> like it makes you feel like, oh shit. So, yeah. So we'll see once we get there how everything is, and uh, yeah, it'll be exciting. It'd be ni- it'd be nice just to see everybody and see everybody's work, and you know, because a lot of times you don't get to see things in person. You know, like it's only yeah. through social media, and you and you only get one view because you can't really appreciate it sometimes for what it really is until you see it in person. So. That's the best part of it. And and I just like going to one to see that. But also, even if I don't win, I am so happy to be in company of people who are winning and who like, you know, mm-hmm. get in the show. Like, you know, like when you have your work next to somebody whose stuff is super stellar, man, that's pretty good. Like that mm-hmm. was my thing was up against that. And whether it won or lost, it didn't matter. It's just like, man, I'm I'm in good company. And that's always good. So, yeah. So with that, with that being said, everybody, now after listening to the beauty table. We will come back next month and have a new session and hopefully we'll be in our new space traditions oh, yeah. and 
maybe we will be, no, we won't be in person, but we'll be in person someday. Maybe yeah. in January. <laughs> One day. So now everybody have a good day, evening, whenever you're listening and uh, subscribe, like, and all that jazz. And share. No. And share. <laughs> like. <Yeah. laughs> right. What did you say? Love you? <laughs> no, I said <laughs> I like share it out. No. Okay. All right. Adios. Oh, no. Oh, no. The views and opinions of the guests expressed in this podcast do not reflect those of Redewise and its employees.